Coming to you live from the Bearded Studios, this is the Shit Stories Podcast with your host, Night Wizard, Beard Fist, and Trev. G'day guys, how you going? Back for another episode, somehow we haven't been cancelled yet. Luckily. Oh no. How is everyone today? Wonderful. Trev? Excellent. Yeah. Just... Double checking what it would take to get cancelled. Ah, uh, it's going to take a lot. Um, oh, actually, it doesn't take much these days. No. Mm. I'm actually surprised I haven't been cancelled already from my shit stories. Well, you're probably not a big enough. Um, yeah, once we. Yeah, when you're famous. When we overtake Joe Rogan, they'll probably try. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, we'll have a Spotify contract by then. They can't get rid of right us. Manner. Yeah, so um, today's shit story is actually going to come to us um, from a different area. Ooh. We've got a special guest. Uh, we'll go by the name Coops. We like to keep things incognito on here because sometimes shit stories can be a bit incognito. Incognito, mate. Yeah, but incognito would mean you knew the person. Sure. So it wouldn't be incognito. So, uh, Coops, are you there, mate? This is the Coops. Uh, he's uh, coming in five by five. From oh, Las Vegas. Can't believe he's actually... Las Vegas, look at that. He referred to himself as the Coops. The Coops, look at the that. Coops. Coming the in Coops. from Las Vegas. How's Las Vegas, mate? Oh, it's it's really warm. Um, you know, I'm just surprised you can walk down the street and they don't do you for drinking open container. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good, mate. That's good to hear that you're enjoying your street drinking. Oh, always, always. Living on the edge, boys. Living on the edge. All right, mate. Well, uh, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Oh, well, you know, I'm a strapping young fellow with a full set of hair and a six-pack um, and uh, working on uh, a few big goals this uh, year. But, uh, yeah, 34 years of age, male, obviously, for now. And, uh, well, no, I'm going to stay male for a bit. But and we'll cancel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yes, uh, uh, single. Uh, I've just started a this morning This isn't a business. fucking dating app. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll be good. I'll be good. But, yeah, that's, that's, pretty, much, <laughs> that's pretty much me. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, Thank well, uh, by the sounds of it, you've, you've, you've got a shit story to tell us. There, there is one that came to mind the other day, and um, I'm quite lucky to be here. Uh, I would say. Did this happen in, in Las Vegas? No, no, no. This happened. Uh, this happened a few years before Vegas. Yeah, I mean, before my days hanging out with David Copperfield and lots and lots of chicks. But <laughs> yeah, this happened. I would say about 20 years ago now. Mm. And uh, yeah, a, a young the coops, a younger coops, uh, you know, trying to look into the shadow of greatness. Okay. And uh, yeah, so um, I was living in. Oh, sorry, sorry, mate. So, how old were you at this stage? Like fourteen or thirteen? Oh, I would say at that stage, yeah. Oh no, younger, much younger. I would say probably about eight. So a few more years on twenty. So let's say uh, twenty-five. 28 years ago. Okay, cool. All right. Um, lead us into it, mate. Get started. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I was uh, staying at 
two different places when I was uh, a kid. Uh, at the age of, uh, I'm pretty sure I was eight. And um, yeah, where I was staying was in calling up with my mum and my dad who are renting a place in calling up near the, the West, Rockingham Hospital. There. Western Australia. Western Australia, that's correct. And yeah, I was staying also partly at my nana and granddad's as well. That was also in Rockingham. But I had, uh, yeah, we'd stay in there for about a year or two. And um, yeah, being a kid, you know, getting to know people in the neighborhood and all the above. And uh, there was, you do meet some strange people here and there. And uh, you realize, uh, oh, that's a interesting fellow. Well, when you're a kid, everybody's, everybody's very interesting and they all even sound like James Bond. And <laughs> yeah, so I was, had an encounter with a very strange boy at the age of, I think he was 20 and I was eight. And yeah, we used to, yeah, play together and all that sort of stuff. You're playing Obviously, with a 20 year old. Just, just wait a minute. You were well, eight no, and he was 20. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Well, it, it, that, <laughs> it probably definitely came out the wrong way. No, right. Like, I don't see how I that could ever come out him. another way. Mm. You, he that's was true, 20 true. and you were eight. I know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, it would just be like that sort of uh, weird gothic kind of guy. And I didn't know what they were at that time. And I, I still uh, try to wonder what different people are these days as well. And um, at the time, there was uh, a lot of things on the news with uh, kids going missing in this particular area. And also at that time, it was uh, national, international news that uh, a young guy called, or a young kid called Gerard Ross went missing as well. Gerard and Ross. Gerard Ross. And I don't think uh, this uh, young chapter had anything to do with what I'm about to say, but Oh, anyway, so, so why are you bringing that up? That's a good. That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, anyway, uh, what there Just was. Uh, to interrupt. Fun fact. Fun fact. The uh, youngest serial killer ever was age fourteen. Mm. Wow. Wow. There's a 15 wow, year old, 18 year old. His name uh, wasn't Coops, was it? <laughs> not too many. Uh, <laughs> nah, the, it looks like the average, the average serial killer started uh, late 20s, early 30s. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, back to this. Of, yeah. So back to you and your 20 year old friend. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so um, it, he would go missing for days on end and. You'd see him come back with like weird kinds of people, and he was very into like crosses and and you know that kind of stuff. So I didn't see any uh, warning warning flags. But I'm very naive. Anyway, uh, it wasn't until about I would say a year later, and you could see how different different times I would see the young guy. He would change. Uh, Longer hair, shorter hair, and then I think the last time he had no hair, so it was like completely, you know, skinhead. And 
that was the time when uh, I believe the uh, police got in, involved in uh, picking him up to interview him about something. And um, the young kids that had gone missing and were murdered were to do with him. And they had proof of that. And they also interviewed him at great length to find out uh, why he actually killed his little cousin who was staying at his house just across the road from where my mum and dad were renting. And he said, well, I was trying to find this little boy with black hair, dark black hair and dark skin, but I couldn't find him those particular days. So I killed my cousin instead. So when the police found out, they went door to door to find if there was uh, anybody with this description, if, uh, if this bloke was telling the truth. And yeah, they knocked on my mum and dad's door at that time. And uh, yeah, major crime detectives went in and said, yeah, we've, <laughs> we've got the, this statement from this bloke we've interviewed. And, and he said uh, he was coming after your boy. And uh, it, was a, it was a near miss. And I'd only just been told that, I would say, in recent time, like I would say probably the last four or five years, family members have told me and confirmed uh, the story to be true. And... Uh, one thing that I thought was kind of peculiar and, and still to this day, the uh, address of that uh, place had called up near the hospital there was called St. Andrew's Loop. Wow. That's so, ba So you were actually the target of this serial killer. According I to this website... I was... Yes. According to this website... Uh, 23 physical abnormalities of serial killers, three relate to hair. <laughs> so based on the descriptions you just made of his hair, it's like electric wire that won't comb, wire hair that won't comb down, very fine hair that is soon awry after combing and hair whirls. And obviously yeah. when you said he shaved his head, so allegedly a large head circumference outside of the norm, so slightly larger. Awesome. Mm. That's just... A few of the uh, we've we've we've, fits. we've we've lost him. He's he's dropped out. Oh, oh. Hopefully oh. he hasn't you revealed back? his position so that yeah, maybe the serial killer actually with got very him. fine wiry hair have found him. Chased him down to Vegas. Got him bulbous fingertips. <laughs> very soft or pliable ears. There's like eight things that are related to. Do we have anything in the news that is around that time? Uh, hello. Hey, you disappeared. I did disappear. Sorry, apologies. I think that could have been me. Yes, yes. So get me up to. You hung up. Yeah. So no, no just. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. A bit, bit, bit creepy. That's the same, same name as you. The same name. This is what this was my former alias mm. when uh, I was in SEAL Team Six, I think. So oh. I like. All right, let's not yeah, get too carried away there, Coops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, I so to do that. so this this dude just he lived near your house, across the road. Across and the road, I used to 
yes, and and it was a, a loot. Oh yeah, so, so like, and you used to play in his, his dad yard. So you used to play. So the twenty year old that you mentioned is that the serial killer? That's the serial killer. Was he actually a serial killer, or did you just kill one person? No, he killed several several kids. Uh, the police got him for it, eh? and that was how they uh, found him. Uh, the first couple were, yeah, they, they found him from, he wasn't doing very well. And he also apparently was torturing and killing animals and stuff as well. And they, yeah, found out that that was one of the precursors of what a serial killer would be like. And so there was, they had that for that modus operandi, as they said. Mm. Yeah, right. Um, so did they... You don't know exactly how many people he killed, eh? I think they said about three oh, yeah, so. uh, or four. And it wasn't It wasn't, It wasn't. wasn't actual people. It was kids. Yeah. He was able to sort of lure and all that kind of stuff. So so how often and, How often did you actually play with this dude? I wouldn't say... Uh, uh, I would see him at occasion and would ask if I could... Yeah, playing his dad's boat. Oh, you played in his dad's always, boat? Yes. With him or just by yourself? Just by myself, yeah. And then, well, but he would be also very strange and just, like, watching. I could see why you got and wrong. I, yeah. Well, that's probably as well, yeah. He was looking at me like a, an opportune target, I would say. <laughs> yeah, and... Were you, were, you, so, and, were you like one of those little chubby kids as well? That's a white target. I was a little chubby kid. I was. Yeah. Uh, and, and That'd definitely be on my cards if I was uh, to go after one. Nice oh, definitely. Uh, like, I mean, I was, everything was there for, I mean, there was no, I didn't even really know what a threat was, yeah? And I mean, he, obviously, being his age, he knew exactly what to do, what target, how to go about it. And he definitely at that time perfected his uh, killing method. So well, not really. Got caught. He did. He did. And because I think it was the first couple of murders he did that they got him. Uh, that sort of uh, were a rough job, as it were. But yeah, definitely scary stuff. And I mean, I remember what my grandfather said, along with my mum and dad and Nana. They took him a week to really, you know acknowledge what the, the detectives had said and they said look we've got it in black and white this he he had your grandson and your son on on a painted target there he was going to take him out <laughs> and yeah, so that's, yeah that's uh that's pretty crazy how do you how do you actually feel after that man like it would have been oh, um, definitely i mean it puts puts the fear of god in you doesn't it when you find that out and then Especially many years after the after the actual incident and and what of it. So your parents your parents didn't have any problems with you playing with a twenty year old. Uh, yeah, that's that's very true. Well, at that time, I don't think there was uh, anything uh, really was concerning as what we have now and information and all that kind of stuff, but. No, I think he was. I don't know I if he think was it's always been pretty. I think, it's, I think it's been pretty odd for a 20-year-old to be playing with an 8-year-old. Yeah, this is true. This is true. According to yeah. this article, uh, 
Another previous case of a serial killer using boats to lure in their victims was uh, 1989, courtesy of Hal Rogers. Wow. Mm. So there, yeah. is, there yeah. is precedent to use boats as lures. Well, you really were a target then. I, I, I was actually surprised also. And I mean, definitely, like I say, it puts, puts the fear of, well, I mean, I was just like a, an open target at that time. So, and, and when you find out many, many years later, you're like, well, you know, and especially since they always say there's at any one point, there's several serial killers active. They say about 2530 in America at the moment. Mm. And it was, there was times that I, and I used to do a, uh, truck runs up in the Pilbara and I got told by many people that truck drivers were always looked at as being people who could be identified as serial killers because they're constantly moving, very hard to try and build a profile about. Didn't, and, you, bring, uh, didn't you become a truck driver? I was a truck driver. I was. I was a truck driver for about six years yeah. and all up in the Pilbara and there was a funny story the circle the circle connects mm. oh it does it does <laughs> so are you uh, meaning to be in a serial killer that's what I'm no hearing. no that's all that I no said. there was yeah it, no no of course not no not a serial killer yet but <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm currently reading an article uh, 2017 Comparing boat owners to serial killers. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it, it's interesting. So it, it's a comparative sort of statement. It's like the escalation of being a boat owner is similar to the escalation of being a serial killer. Do you do you find more yeah. interesting things to find about your boat? Do you collect trophies of old boats? Do you do this? Do you that? It's like okay, that's wow. You see, yeah, yeah. man, and I. Uh, I don't think his dad was a serial killer, but I'm definitely uh, that that particular individual was. Uh, I, and, I don't uh, think it's hereditary. Maybe the way I the dad treated him could have triggered something. It could have. It could have triggered something there. Yeah, so you were going to uh, you were going to tell us a story about driving through the Pilbara? Yes. Yeah. Um. I did that for a number number of years, and um, it was quite warm. This particular time that uh, I was in a small town. Oh, very much so. And yeah, I was in a small township called Tom Price. And there were some backpackers who were after a ride. And they needed a ride into town. And I said, sure, no problems. So I was going to jump in the back of the truck. And my mate who was driving was going to put them in the front. And <laughs> he said, oh, that's all right. We'll just chuck them in the back. And... Uh, We'll drive them into town. And I remember when we got them in the back, uh, this particular truck, you had the two closing doors uh, that you could just normal closing doors. And then you put the uh, the lift ramp up. <laughs> I remember putting them in the back there. And I was thinking, geez, those guys must be really afraid. <laughs> anyway, we got into town and I let them out. And then they... They were foreigners. I think they were German or French. And they said, thanks God you let us out, mate. As we were in the back there, we were both thinking of Wolf Creek. We watched it the other day. 
And I said, yeah, that's that's no problems. You've got to watch out for us truck drivers. Apparently, we're all serial killers. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. All right, well, thanks for sharing your yeah, story, there is, there mate. We'll, story, we'll let you off there yeah. unless you've got any last words of wisdom. Are you good? Oh no, that that was pretty much that was pretty much the story. But there is there is many stories like that. Oh, I I'm sure there is. We'll let you on another time, mate. All right. All right. Well, thank you for having me on. Uh, oh, no uh, worries, mate. Thanks for uh, thanks for telling us your story. My pleasure. Thank you. Awesome. Well, you have a wonderful day, and we'll uh, talk to you soon. All right. Cheers. Thank you for having me on the podcast. No See worries, you. guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. All right, and that was the Coops. We've, uh, let's face it, shit story. Um, I'm perplexed about whether I'm happy you survived that or not. Um, yeah, believe it or not, that dude is one of the most full of shit people that I've ever known. But I believe that that story is actually true. Um, is there anything online? I am still yet to find anything specific to that story he's just told. Mm. Mm. It does check out that he's a chubby little brown kid, though. I don't think <laughs> typing in serial killers attempting to kill chubby little brown kids is going to reveal the um, information that we're hoping for, mate. I think, if anything, it's probably just going to get us put on a watch list. Oh, I've not already. I mean, I mean, as it is, I'm genuinely concerned about what the... The Google searches I've done is going to get me in the way of attention. But it's fine. That is true. That's all we got you as a fact check guy, Trev. Hopefully right. the, the rest of my reputation. It's going to be dispersed. Yeah. All right, well, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to that one. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, please stick with us. We have more and more coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some great interviews lined up, some great people to come in, and some even better stories. Uh, once again, here's us up on socials. Share your story, and uh, we'll we'll by all means tell the story, or we'll even get you on in the show as an interview, and um, you can tell your story live at uh, the Bearded Studios. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Hit us up. <laughs>